are here today. This is uh, Sunday morning. And we're here on Palm Sunday. And if you would be able to see the church here, there's five of us here today at this time. This is the first Palm Sunday since I started pastoring here 20, about 25 years ago that we have not had a good amount of people. Next Sunday will be Easter Sunday and it'll be the same. But we always need to remember that the churches are still active. Some by live streaming with Zach and Dana uh, will be doing for us today. This will be posted, hopefully, where you all can see that we are still alive and active. It's with uh, sadness in my heart that we're doing what we're doing. Uh, I've prayed about it, talked with the Lord, spent a lot of time on the porch. And as I do that, I have the encouragement knowing that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And also knowing that he said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He said that he'd also take care of us. He'd meet our needs. And as I said in one of my posts, I said at the house today, I had the window open, and I seen the birds flying around, the squirrels running around, the birds singing, and they are taking no thought for tomorrow because our Father God will provide what they need. His word says he will provide what we need also. His word says if we'll draw near to him, he'll draw near to us. And I sit there looked at that house. I have a roof over my head, a soft, comfortable bed, all the food I need, and every need that I have is met. And God is so good to me about that. So as I talk here today, we have these three pledges that we do every Sunday morning. And it's pledge allegiance to the Christian flag. And we do that. So we're going to do it now as we do in honor of our Lord and Savior. So let's do that. I, I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands. One Savior crucified, risen again with life and liberty to all who believe. The Holy Bible. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp to my feet and a light unto my path. And I will hide its word in my heart that I might not sin against God. And to the American flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. As we do that, we need to honor this nation of America. We have a freedom, as we have the freedom to do what we do here. We still are meeting. We're meeting with 10 or less people. We have a, a distance to stay six feet apart or more. So actually, in a sense, we're far safer 
in our church than Walmart is with all the people. You go to these stores and people's packing up. They're trying to change that some. But still, I believe that church is a, an essential. I believe that we need to come together. And God's word says in Hebrews 10, 25, forsake not the assembling together as a man or a son is, as you see the day approaching. We know that there's two days approaching. Amen. One day is to be our physical death and to be with the Lord. Because his word does say, to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. The other day approaching, which I believe is with all the signs that's going on in the world, that Jesus Christ is returning. So there's two days. My physical death, be with the Lord, or Jesus coming, and I'm going to be with him at his coming to get us, which we refer to as rapture. We need to understand that God is still in control. God could heal this virus instantly, and I know he can. He has chose not to because I believe he's going to bring this world to their knees. And many people are on their knees today. Many people are praying for deliverance from this virus that would not have been praying before. Many people are coming to know Christ as a personal Savior because he is the hope that we have. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except by him or through him. You must receive Christ as your personal Savior. And we'll be looking in Matthew uh, chapter 6 today, starting with verse 25. And it's going to talk about the things that we need to understand about God. We need to understand how God is and what he does and the power he has. Uh, he did not give us the spirit of fear, but a, a power of love and a sound mind. Right now, that was attacking our minds with fear. The Lord said, be not anxious for anything. And that means be pulled apart. And so many Christians are falling into this trap of Satan's trap of being pulled apart. We need to understand that God is our almighty God. We do what the, the government says to do. We follow them guidelines. But we also must trust in our Father God that he'll see us through. He says he'll meet our needs. He'll do what we need, not necessarily all at once. But I thank the Lord that I'm here at a time such as this. That we're able to stand here and preach God's word in truth and not compromise it, not change it, and not uh, condemn anyone at all. The Lord says we are to be the, to love all. He said to love our Lord our God first. And the second commandment is likened unto this, love thy neighbor as thyself. We need to look at those who don't know Christ as their personal Savior and understand that their eternity is in hell without Christ. He said that the harvest is great. It means a lot of sinners. But the workers are few. And that means us. And so many of us are ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ and are afraid somebody might say something that would offend us. Jesus was persecuted on this earth and I'm sure we will be also. His, his word says so. But he said, be strong in all things. He said, you are overcomers. And as we have overcame uh, the sin of this world and the things in this world because of Jesus Christ and what he's did for us. The answer came at the cross. Jesus Christ shed his blood on the cross to pay for our sins. And as John the Baptist said, as Jesus approached him, behold, the one who takes away the world, the sin of the world. He took the sin of the world away. He didn't cover it. 
By his blood, we are sinless through the blood of Jesus Christ. Our Father God, when he looks at me, he has to look through the covering of Jesus Christ's precious blood over me. He has to see that. He cannot see sin in me because he sees the blood of Christ who covers me. But also in James it says, if we sin, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We need to understand that God is a God of mercy and uh, that he loves us all. Jesus, uh, in John 3, 16, and I, I changed just a little bit, it says, For God so loved the people of the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And in verse 17 it says, that He didn't come here to condemn us but to save us. And so as we spread this word and the good news of Jesus Christ, to the world. Many will come to know Christ at this time. Many are, are at home, cannot get out, and they'll see and feel the loneliness. There's people who will commit suicide because they have no hope. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. And he says that whatever we're going through, he'll be with us every step of the way. He will give us the ability to be overcomers of what's going on in the United States and the world today. Don't Get discouraged. Just look at God's word and read God's word. But he said he'll take care of the birds and the and the, the animals of this world. They don't sow, they don't reap, they don't harvest, but he takes care of them. How much more will a loving father take care of his children than that? We just need to understand that God is a good God. If you'll give your life to him, he'll see you through all of this. He'll give you the peace. And it talks about where the peace that passes the understanding of all of us. Many people would look at a Christian, a born-again Christian, who really and truly accepted Christ as their Savior, know his word, hide his word in their heart that they not sin against God, and, and understand it says, if we'll draw near to him, he'll draw near to us. We need to make a move towards God. Get into his word and look at his word. Read the Bible, the encouragements in the Bible that he will see us through this. And this is the way I think. If I would die a physical death, I would live with him. If I die a physical death, he will take care of me. If I die a physical death, he'll meet all my needs in heaven. If I die a physical death, I'll be with friends and family and loved ones who went before me, and I'll be with them. I'm not looking for the physical death. I got family, and so many of my family members do not know Christ as their Savior. If Jesus would come, their seal is in the tribulation period. We must understand that. Trust in the Lord in all things. And so it says, lean not upon our understanding. So today, if you don't know Christ as your Savior, just repeat this after me. I come today with a humble heart 
Your word says that if I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth, I shall be saved. All we have to do is admit that we're sinners and we need Jesus Christ as our Savior. If you'll do that today and call upon his name, just turn from your ways of sin, receive his goodness and grace, and ask him to be your Lord and Savior. He will do that. He said that. Whosoever call upon his name and calls to him shall be saved. I thank you, Lord, for your goodness to me. I thank you, Lord, that many years ago, you changed my life. You saved me. You put my feet what I call upon the solid rock who is Jesus Christ. So, Father, today, bless each and every one who may see this. And may we all know that you are a God that does not change. And Jesus Christ, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You said today is a day of our salvation. And I thank you for that. Be glorified in everything that we do in our life. And Lord, I ask you to send people to me who do not know Christ as their Savior, that they may come to know him. And I'll give you praise for it. And I ask this in Jesus, your name. Amen. Amen.